and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Lord, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your faithfulness. Lord, we magnify your name today. Help us, Lord God. Holy Spirit, speak to us as we look into your word today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, once again, welcome to our morning worship and prayer. And, um, you know, several years ago, there was an interesting TV series called Lie to Me. I'm not sure if you've seen it, uh, but it's about a leading deception researcher. His name is Dr. Cal Lightman. And he is so good at reading people that he can tell if a person is telling the truth or a lie by simply reading micro-expressions, yung mga little twitches sa mata, sa bibig, sa labi, yung shape ng labi, yung sa cheeks, yung mga micro-expressions na yan. And he's able to see those things and um, tell you, or, you know, with your tone of voice and your body language, if you are telling the truth or you're not. Now, he was not 100% right. He was so good, but not 100% right always. Now, imagine if you have that skill set. It would be pretty cool to be able to tell if people are being completely truthful. Tama ba? But what if you are talking to somebody naman who has that skill set? How would you feel around that person? See, in the passage that we will look at today, we will see Jesus. Not reading the meaning of micro-expressions, but actually knowing the very condition and the intention of people's hearts. So what did Jesus see? In the, in the hearts of the people that he was with. And if Jesus is in front of us right now, what will he see in our hearts today? Let's look at John chapter 2, verse 23 to 25. It says here, Now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs that he was doing. But Jesus on his part did not entrust himself to them, because he knew all people and needed no one to bear witness about man, for he himself knew what was in man. See, verse 23 seemed to have started on a good note because many people were believing in Jesus' name. See, Jesus' popularity was rising and many are acknowledging him as a legitimate teacher and miracle worker. Now, if there was a social media, uh, if there were social media platforms then, most likely, see, Jesus was trending at that time. Many people were following his threads, or many are doing TikTok about him, or wanting to be his friend in FB. But verse 24 takes a turn. Because even though many are believing in Jesus, John, the writer of this book, said he did not, Jesus did not entrust himself to them. They believed in Jesus, but Jesus did not entrust himself to them. So why is that? Well, to answer that, we will look at first, you know, what these two words mean. Believe and entrust. See, these two English words are just one word in the original Greek. It is because to believe is actually to entrust. They are mirrors to each other. To entrust is also to believe. And so if I completely believe in somebody, it means that I am willing to entrust also, um, invest my trust in him. For example, this chair, if I am completely believing in this chair that I am on right now, I will entrust my full weight on it, knowing that it will not 
fail. See, that is a strong picture for us of what it means to have faith, to have complete trust. Are we willing to entrust things to God? Now, however, in this passage that we read, these two words are not conveying the same message because of the word not. Okay? The people believed in Jesus' name, but Jesus did not entrust himself to them. It is like saying the people believed in Jesus, but Jesus did not believe in their belief. Now, why is that? If you look closely at um, you know, John's account, you will see that Jesus, actually he gave some clues there, no? And we can conclude that Jesus saw that their belief was superficial. John pointed it out that these people believed in Jesus when they saw the signs that he was doing. And Bible commentators would say that their faith was dependent upon the signs which they gazed upon without entering into their deeper meaning. They were so enamored and mesmerized by the miracles. We don't know what those are. John did not specify, but there were many. And they were mesmerized with them. But could it be at this time that they are not yet focused on the meaning of those signs? Well, that's what he's talking about there. They were focused on what Jesus did, not on Jesus himself and who Jesus is. And that is a good point of reflection for us today. Do we trust Jesus only because of what he can do and what he does for us? Or are we willing to entrust him, to trust him for who he is? Do we have faith in him only if he answers our prayer requests? Or will we choose to trust him even if he does not answer our prayer? See, these people, they believe because of the signs. How about if there are no signs? How about if the signs in our bank accounts are not good? How about, how about if the signs towards our prayers are not going according to what we expect? Will we still put our faith in him? A few days ago, I visited a couple from a church who are still recovering from an accident. And uh, when we had a conversation, we talked about how they're doing now. And praise God, they're doing well, they're recovering well. Uh, but they also spoke about the accident. And they shared about the thoughts that came to their minds as a family. When the accident happened and some of the questions that they had to process as a family about God in light of the accident. As they were, you know, sharing, you, know, you can actually have a glimpse of the emotional roller coaster that they went through, just hearing how they shared the story. Do you know what? I was so amazed with how they're handling it. I was so inspired hearing that even though they have legitimate questions about what happened, that even if they still don't have the explanations as to why the accident happened, their trust in God is as strong as ever. In fact, they even shared some realizations that, ha that they have about the person of Christ because of their pain. I remember the husband saying that as Christians, you know, yes, we rejoice of the blessings that we experience as Christians or as believers. But when we think about it, when we think about the suffering of Christ on the cross, and that very moment on that cross, that point of suffering is the source of all of these blessings in the first place. Well, it actually speaks a lot about Christianity, isn't it? And it speaks a lot about being a follower of Christ. And it speaks about how we can still be a people of faith, even in the midst of pain. 
and how we as believers can and ought to respond in the midst of them. I remember leaving the house very refreshed and myself so inspired to grow deeper in my faith in Christ like them. Which leads us back you know, to the story in John. Uh, some commentators would say these people are in a better position than those of the Pharisees who outrightly did not believe Jesus. Uh, and so, mas okay na raw sila kasi iba, nininiwala sila kahit pa paano nagsimula namang maniwala. No? Martin Luther calls it a milk faith. And if that is you, and you became a follower of Christ fairly recently, and probably it was because of an answered prayer or a miracle that happened or a sign, that's good. But can I also encourage you, don't stop in the sign. Keep pursuing Christ. My prayer is that you would keep growing in your understanding and experience of who Christ is. May I encourage you to go deeper to where those signs were pointing to in the first place. Grow deeper in your walk with God. Grow deeper on your walk with God by reading His Word. And I hope that, you know, um, you will also experience growing, you know, through the church family that He has planted you in. One last thought uh, about the story that we read today no? uh, in John. Those two last verse, those last two verses that Jesus, um, uh, that, that, that's about Jesus knowing what is in a man. Well, it means that He fully knows us, our intentions, our tendencies, our brokenness, our secrets, even the things that we don't know about ourselves, He actually knows. And that truth is both disarming and comforting. It's disarming because, well, since He knows us anyway, right? so we don't have to pretend in front of Him. We can come to Him as we are. We can be very honest with our prayers. We can tell Him our pains, our hurts, our faults. We can confess to Him our sins. And at times that we pray or even when we are in church or when we're in small groups and we're praying and worshiping, we can actually check ourselves. Um, am I being completely honest ba? before God? Because He wants honesty. He wants us to worship Him in spirit and in truth. But that truth is also comforting because, well, I don't know um, if you also thought about that, diba? if God knows us for who we really are, all of our faults, all of our warts, and all of our hidden, all of our secrets, will He still like us? I mean, if, if it were up to us, right, I'm not sure if we would like ourselves. I'm not sure if we would choose ourselves. I'm not sure if we will adopt ourselves. I'm not sure if we're willing to sacrifice for ourselves. But that's just the beauty of the gospel. Because this Jesus, who knows us more than we know ourselves, not only likes us, but He loves us too. It is inspiring, it is humbling, it is comforting to know that the one who knows us the best loves us the most. And that's the beauty of Jesus' love. If that is Jesus, and if that is the kind of God, that we are to put our faith in. We're supposed to believe and entrust. Isn't that the kind of God? Isn't He the God worth believing in? Isn't He the God worth entrusting our whole lives to? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are grateful for this time. and We are grateful that You are with us. 
Thank you, Lord, for the truth that you know us fully well. Thank you, Jesus, that, Lord, even, Lord, even though you know us completely, you still love us deeply. And, Lord, that truth is just so comforting. That truth is just so assuring. And I pray that even today, I pray for my brothers and sisters, Lord. I pray for the assurance that comes from your love to secure every step, every decision, every conversation, every endeavor that my brothers and sisters will do today. Father, I pray for those of us who are in seasons that are challenging, like uh, our two friends, Lord God, who just got into an accident. Father, Lord, I'm sure at this moment, Lord, they have a lot of questions. They have a lot of, Lord, uh, things juggling in their minds. A lot of things, Lord God, that are concerned about. But Lord, I pray, may the perfect love of Christ right now take away any fear. I pray and speak the peace of God to be upon them. I pray, Lord God, that you would be the one to guide them and help them have a, a greater realization and revelation of your faithfulness in the midst of what they're going through. Right now, thank you that even though I see that you are, Lord, putting your arm around them and you're comforting them and you are lifting them up, giving them the grace to stand in the midst of what they're going through. Father, thank you for that grace that you are breathing, that you are extending to my brother. Thank you for that grace that you're extending to my sister right now. Not sure what it is, Lord. Some of it probably is for work. Some of, some of it is because of finances. Some of it is because of relational strain. Some of it probably is because of, Lord, uh, Lord, their health or whatever it is, Lord. I thank you that your faithfulness covers all of it. Your faithful love covers all of it. God, help them to have faith and trust in you in the midst of it. And for all of us here, Lord God, I pray, help us to grow in our faith. Sometimes we're like the disciples, Lord, who say, Lord, we believe, but Lord, help us in our unbelief. God, Lord, thank you that you will help us to grow in our faith. Thank you that our faith will go from level to another level, from strength to strength, as your word says it. God, thank you that you will grant us the grace to follow you and be steadfast in following you and in trusting into you, uh, Lord, everything that's happening in our lives from this day forward. God, thank you. Bless my brothers and sisters in Jesus' name. Amen. Your justice won't delay. Your righteousness free. Oh, 
Thank you for joining us today. And as you go about your day, let me just pray this. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may His face turn toward you and grant you peace. Have a fruitful day ahead. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, Follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.